Should be two sheets on the table. First, wanted to go over quickly and finish up the piece we had from Rabbi Yashav last week. Yashav was discussing why Chizkiyo Amela told Yeshaya Navi to finish his Nevu and leave. Why was it so curt? He obviously had the greatest respect for him. And Rabbi Yashav brought down someone to say that it was a pachad that he had, rightfully so, that he shouldn't finish the next part of the Nevuah. The first part is he's going to die. It's already frightening enough. And if the next part is, and so-and-so, Pliny will be the new king, so it's a Nevuah type for him, and then it can't be rescinded. And Yeshaya, I know he didn't think it made a difference, because he was even surprised that he was still davening, and he told him, no, my Messiah but it's going to be sealed if... The next person is named, and he had a discussion. Exactly when is that chal, so to speak? It's not a din. We say that Elder well, Medad sort of said, started saying they received the nevuah that Moshe Ben is going to die. Yeshua Ben is going to take them in. They didn't say the second part yet, or they did, but Moshe Ben didn't know. And when is the chal? When they hear it, when they say it, when they're supposed to say it. If they don't say it, it's kavish nevuah. So. So we suggested that it's not Kavish Nevoasoy if perhaps Yeshaya understood that if Chizkiyo was still going to try, which he was surprised about, then he's not Mechuyiv to say the second part, because maybe it's not Kanat sealed. That's the possibility. The last two paragraphs, just on page two, in the Shiri, around the Gorm of Yashiv, in the copies, page Samach Aleph, the last two paragraphs, the Melashi Ben. The question is, why wasn't it's obvious if you have a king and something's going to happen to him, the next king's going to take over. The answer is, in this case, he didn't have a son. So we really don't know. It could be a number of people. And he points out, second last paragraph. So somebody from the family of Beis David is going to get the job. We don't know who. You don't need a minui if it's a quick, quiet, non-contentious succession. And if it is, then we're going to be fine. If it's not, then the Ramam says you have to have a new minui with a new mashicha if somebody's contesting it, even though they shouldn't be. So if it had been any other king, if he's going to die, then there is a crown prince. Here there wasn't because he wasn't born yet. Uh, the issue, some of you asked me after share last week, was there's a claw which we have. It's unclear where this comes from, but the Ramah and the Perish Mishnayis, we once saw this inside, makes this a very important claw, part of the Yud Gimelani Mamis, that not only does the Amunah and Melech HaMashiach have to be that he's coming, and that he's coming soon, that we have to wait for him and want him, and he's going to be for Malach's Beis David. That's the easy part. He also has to be, from space, David, descendant from Shlomo. David had many wives, but many children. And the Ramam says that's part of the, if you believe it's coming from somewhere else, then that's already a problem in the Amuna of the Shlomo for the Melech HaMashiach. We once had a shear, a number of years back, in explaining why that might be so. Shlomo Melech was the result of the Maisa Ba'sheva, and Mashiach represents the Tikkun. And it has to dafka be through Shlomo to show that even though Shlomo was the result of this, but he was Kaddish for Tarv, his David Adan Shuva, and the first child didn't survive. And that has a lot to do with the concept of the Gula and the Melech Mashiach. Interestingly enough, the Mepharshim over here say that uh, had Chizkiyo not had a child, 
we're going to explore today what was Chizkiyah Melov's Havamina. He was a big tzaddik and a big tamachacham. So we have to explore and understand this Havamina, even if it was wrong. The godless was, the Havamina was so strong that Kosh Baruch gave him a second chance because he, his Havamina is understandable. If a person, Rahman Islam, has Ruach HaKadosh, has good information, that the kid's going to be a Russian Rusha of Rahman I think we would say the obvious choice is not to get married and that he's Potter. Which is what we're going to discuss now, and that is why why was he wrong? But the Havmina was very good, and if you'd ask him, well, what's going to be with Malchus based David? What would he answer? He would say, David and Malchus have many wives, and there were other children, and let somebody else take over. That would have been, if you ask Yeshayo or Novi, what's going to be? He's going to say, this is Xero, he's going to die, and it's going to be from somewhere else. What's going to be the Rambam of the parish of Mishnah? So it has to be from Shlomo? No idea. Good, good kasha. There was. There were. I can't say there weren't, but the, you look at the mafarshim. They suggest that it could have been. Interestingly enough, later on, put this down. Just say the historical. It's not a raya because they weren't actually kings. But the dasefim brings down that if you look later by Hill Azakin, the whole shalshalas agadula of the nesiim who were in a scene by right, the fact that they were from Machaz Beis David, he points out they were not from Shlomo, they were from Shvatia Ben Avito, who was a different wife and a different line. Later? Later. No, later Hishas was from a different branch of the family. That doesn't mean that they weren't kings, they were in a scene, but the assumption he seems to be working with is, well, they were in a scene, and later on, the Malchus will come from them, and it never stopped, and... And the Abarbanel says this, that throughout the Gullus, there's always somebody, you all grew up on Bustanai, he's from the same, um, you at least did, no? It's Marcus Lehman, that's your territory. Uh, Bustanai was, uh, all the, 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 the Reish Galusas and the, uh, and the Nesim were still from Malzbiz David. The question is, were they, were they from Shlomo? And the uh, second question is, does it make a difference? Do we say that that was a chalik in Gedula, so they were from the family. Who says the Melech HaMashiach is me from that? The Rambam in Perish Mishnah, it sounds like he's saying, not so. Sounds like he's saying that it's an ikr, not only a metzias, but an ikr that it has to be from Malzbez David and from Shlomo Melech. So, that's a little bit up in the air. It's a little discussion of what would have been had Chizkiyo not gotten married. He will get married. He's not finished with this yet. Not only will he get married, he will marry the daughter of Yeshaya Novi. The conversation is going to continue, and when he lives, he's going to say, look, I have this Ruchaka edition. It's very frightening. But maybe with my tzchusim and with your tzchusim, I marry your daughter, and we give him a good chinuch, and we're extra careful, maybe it'll be good. It's not going to be so good, but it was probably better with all that established than the alternative. And that's going to be the issue which I want to focus on now, and that's besides what his havmin is. Uh, what the havmin is, why was he wrong, and why, this is the, most, the third one is the most difficult to answer, why was he given this Ruach HaKadosh if it's not going to be of any use anyway. He understood the Ruach HaKadosh is the purpose to give him the information so he shouldn't get married because why bring upon the house and himself this disaster, Anaklaisro, the disaster called Manasha. So he got the information. The information is only given for a purpose. So if the purpose was not to take it and do something about it, or in this case not do something about it, not get married, and he's taken to task for that, he almost dies. So then, Lamaisa, why was he given the information? We'll never know the accurate answer to that. 
I will make a few suggestions, but if the information is only there, they'll say, well, maybe it was an Isayan. Well, it certainly was an Isayan. Uh, we have something which is not too similar. I'll first mention the similarity, then we'll uh, make the chili. Famous mice in the Gemara with Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Yeshua when they were fighting over the Tanoshach Noi. And Rabbi Lezer is bringing Raya. Rabbi Lezer Gadol, he was the Gadol of that, bringing Raya in his direction. Rabbi Yeshua is bringing that back and forth. He says, if I'm right, he starts doing Nisim Gluyim, asking Shemayim they should do Nisim Gluyim. The stream should go upstream, and the wall should cave in. All these Nisim Gluyim, anybody standing there would have been convinced, okay, you know. Obviously, in Shemayim, you're right. And Rabbi Yeshua got up and said, maybe you're right, maybe you're wrong, but the Roy hold not like you, and Rabbi Shemayim, and that's what we're passing down here. We pass like Rabbi Yeshua. So why did they bring all these simanim in a shamayim if he was wrong? So the Gemara says that was l'chvaydai. That was done. It was an Isayim for Klai Yisrael. Are they going to demand love a to follow the regular din? And they did, and they passed. And the Gemara says, Elio Anavi reported that Kosh Baruch was very happy in Yitzchini Banai, and they didn't listen to what I held was the psak like Rebbe Lezer, but he's not supposed to listen to me. Whatever that means. But it was an Isayan, but at least over there we understand why the Ruach HaKadosh, why the Baskol came out and said Rabbi Lezer is right and why the Nisim were done. Over here, what's the purpose of the information? Why did this come into Chizkiyo's head? So the only explanation I have is that it was done because you want to give something like a, what we'd call a heads up is that there's a very dangerous scenario coming, and you better give them an extra chinuch al which you would have gotten anyway, extra tutors, and marry the biggest sadekas like Yeshaya's daughter. So he, he's going to do all that. And so I can't say it didn't help, because Menashe is going to do truth at the end of his life. We'll get to that in a few months, and maybe without the ishtadlus that was done, the extra ishtadlus, without the idea beforehand, it would have been even a bigger disaster. Okay. We could be okay with that. I just don't know if that's the answer, but it's a possibility, yes. Maybe it wasn't for him. Maybe it was the, the lesson that it teaches. Because the thing is, just like I went to the, the Moshe and Aaron when they went to Korah, there, there was never anybody that was more right on the issue than right. Moshe and Aaron, and yet they still did that in order to avoid Machlokas. So you see, so anybody with anything less than that also that's a, to, That's so, a Kiddush, by the way. You're right that there was nobody ever more right on an issue, but a lot of Klai Yisrael were very confused. You would think, we would like to think there was Kairach, Dazav Aviram. Then they got, like a terrorist was interesting, so they got 250 Russians ahead of that's already frightening. And, and then, like, it was still a no brainer. Well, what the thing to leave is that if, if a person if gets up, yeah. there's never going to be any more right than that. So if, here you have a person who had an actual Nebuah that this is going to be. But he almost sour. died. Sorry? He almost died, though. It was not very for him. It was. You're saying we can learn something from it. You're right. We can find learn something from it. But he was given this. Nobody else knew about it. And never communicated to him. He just didn't get married. He didn't tell anybody why. He didn't advertise this. Okay, but it sounds like it was... Uh, I, I hear what you're saying. Even if you know, even if you're sure that something is going to be... It is a lesson. It's an absolute lesson. It's an absolute lesson, but Shai he almost died. <laughs> so what was, why was the idea given to him? That Kerach over here was doing the wrong thing because he was a Russia. So we learn a lesson. So why wouldn't it have been easier not to give him the information? He almost got killed over this. Is he understand the chilbit in your case? Your case is you have a Russia who's looking for cover, wants to do the wrong thing, and we learn the diarist that this is what happens to Rasham which be written down the diarist. But over here, I understand. 
had to fight the battle. You know you're right on the issue, so yeah. it's, still, it's still important to, to do to what display. you can to avoid Malkokis and not stand on ceremony. Okay. But, um, again, whatever we say is going to be guesswork, because we're never going to know, because Lamaisa, he was, he was wrong, and we're going to see now Ramesha in front of you. Uh, page one, they were malakit from various dibbers all over Shas, and they put it on the Masechta, which is a uh, nice favor. And this is the whole Tzuki Hezim Brochus, so this, they took it from the Dibris uh, in Shabbos, early Bays. Uh, you see the piece there? The Gemara records the conversation between Yeshaya and it's, there's a Gemara in Babasa on page 2 and on page 1 is Dibis Moshe. Amalei Mishum Duchazi Baruch HaKadosh So Yeshaya asked him, why don't you get married? So he says, I saw Baruch HaKadosh Tanafki minai banin dolamali So why bother? More than why bother? It wasn't a bother, it was why do it? It should be an Avera to get married. Amalei Bahadi gave the famous answer. Yeshaya tells Tzitzki HaMelech Amalei Bahadi Kavshid Rachman Alamelech The words here are very important. Kashid Rachman Alamelech means why are you delving into the secrets in Shemayim has nothing to do with you. Which, again, just begs the question we just raised. Why was the secret given? It's not like, it's not like he figured something out piece for which Ramesh is going to discuss. You do what you're supposed to do. You have tired mitzvahs and lanasic ministers. That's the expression we use. This is like you can't use in Yanni Kabbalah, even in Allah what to do, we pass like Nigla most of the time. That's how far we go. If you're not doing anything wrong, and then you're on the Madrega, do something called Pikabolo. Okay, then there's what to discuss. Here there's a Chiv Darais approval. And he had this sixth sense. Didn't get an official look. He calls it Kazi Buach It's a different level, but it was accurate information. We know in hindsight it was accurate information. And he was given it, and he said, obviously, it was told to me because I'm supposed to act on it. In this case, Sheva Altasa. And Yeshayo Hanavi said, no, you have a Chiv Daresa, and unless there's another Chiv Daresa telling you you a putter, then you can't use it, which is what Amesha is going to discuss. The Lob HaShemayim Sukya, Klai Yisrael is still here today. We're all sitting here listening to the Shir because of Lob HaShemayim here. Lobah Shemaim, he isn't just when Rabbi Shua has machlegas of Abelazar to know if the Tanah is Tami Torah, which is important. It's if anybody shows up and claims that God told me this and he just came down from a mountain or he claimed to walk on water, whatever he wants to claim, or he's, in, uh, he's with Nathan of Gaza and has a good PR man, whatever he's trying to do, and then he starts changing things, which is always what happens, then we just shut down. We have Sukim about an Avi Sheker, and then we have a Maseira, and we don't change. And that's why we're still here. So the Maseria is actually uh, very bulletproof. Uh, that's the beauty of it. That's why, that's why we're still here. And Akadekach, you have Ruch HaKadosh. We know you know I'm a Drago. My dad get Ruch HaKadosh. What does that have to do with the din? Which is a pretty important lesson. Yes. It's Mount Kriya Shema. Okay. They're always, always on the ball. Hey, Nay. Let's see the Rabbi. Shema says, look. We understand fully Chizkiyo was very nervous. Who wants to deal with Rahman al-Islam, Banim Shalakim Atayra Mitzvahs, Shalakim Atayra Mitzvahs? Kiddah Chazina and Shalchizkiyo Machmas Yidiyas Abur HaKadosh Abarav Lo Yiyamali Haya Savar Shiyasatev Shalayisa Yishev Yitcha Aseh Demitzvahs Puravu Because in honest, there's a Mitzvah Puravu is to bring Gideon into the world. It can be from 
What am I accomplishing over here? Shem is going to do ultimately what he wants to do. Kaviachel, you have to do what you're supposed to do. We hope to do uh, a dovetail, but it's not our business. Uh, often, where things go wrong is when people are trying to help a coach Baruch Hu run the world. So we're always going to do Hashem a favor. Uh, often, mistakes like that. Now, there are. Sheetahs were relying on the Evid for Kirov, and there are things, yeah, if you're big enough, it's a Rasha, but you've got to be very careful because the amount of Rasha, you ever notice in the Gemara, whenever they quote a Rasha, they quote like one example? There weren't too many, Leo and Ha'karmel. So, you know, there aren't that many examples in history. You have uh, Yel, Eshaz, Chavar, You have a few examples, Esther, Malka. Each one has to be explained, explained, and you have to know, but in the halacha the Esther, Kaka, and it was Sakhans, the you have to give an explanation for what was going on. And you have to be an accredited Navi. He wasn't given this as an Avua. He was just the Ruach HaKadosh is just that. Sort of a idea that you know on a certain Madrega. So Ramesha points out that if Chizkiyahu HaMalach was wrong, you have a Chiddush over here that even if you know for sure with your Ruach HaKadosh, that this is going to be the case, it's not your business, it's not your problem, and even if it happens, you still have improved. Ooh. That's a chiddush. The av chizkiyel gadol ha'elam tabazem is a din in Baal Basra, in Hochiz Yerushal, that if you have a kid, two kids, and one is very good and the other one is not that great, uh, you want to cut him out of the Yerusha because of his misbehaving in Ruchnius. Mario says he can't do that because he might have a son. Mm-hmm who's good, and he, don't, he doesn't deserve to lose the whole thing. That's a shayla. Is he just not being so good, or is he mamish off, like Apikaris, like Manasha? Can you cut him out? But these, even Akadekach, is you have to worry about what Hashem wants in terms of what's being passed on. And over here, you can't decide that he's not going to exist. Vegam, next paragraph, Af Shadiyah Yeshayahu Anavi Chiddush Godol Hazer, the Yechayah of Chizkiyah, Mrs. Puruvu. So Yeshayahu's message from Akash Baruch Hu is, he's still to get married, he's still Chayim Puruvu. Even Lu Yitzur, the Ruch HaKadosh is 100% right, and there's nothing you can do about it, which is not so posh. According to my pshat, the Ruch HaKadosh over here was in order to have him work harder and give Manasha a better chance. So Amosha now suggests something very interesting, which he's going to bring Araya against soon. He says, maybe that's only when you have information from Ruch HaKadosh, which is sort of like illegal... Information, meaning it's not usable and not admissible in court because love HaShemayim be. But if you have a svar, if you have some other raya that there's going to be a problem with the kid, I don't know how that would happen, and ahead of time you said, okay, then I'm just not, I'm not chayiv in the mitzvah over here. And Amesha says, I'll be svar, then not bad. If you can't do the mitzvah, then you can't do the mitzvah. The psul over here was love HaShemayim be. It's a very fascinating chilik. Over here, it's only because Hashem told him, so you can't use that because Allah says, I don't know, I don't know exactly what he told him, but maybe he said, I don't know why Hashem told you, but he didn't tell you not to do the mitzvah. mitzvah this is the fact, is the fact. So what difference does it make? 
So if I have a Yediba Svara, I certainly wouldn't get married. Sheesh Litchos, Mrs. Puvul, Shitaso. Embezet din de Enanovi Rashad Lachaj Dover. That's not Loba Shemaim He, because Loba Shemaim He is where you're hearing something from Yeshiva Shemaim in terms of a psak they held the Tana was Tahar Atame. This is Yediba. Once it's in his head, so he knows the Yediba. Said, no, Hashem says not so. Again, the jury's still out. Why? He had the idea then. One of his arguments probably was, what Moshe suggests, that if Hashem didn't want you to have children, there are other ways to cause that. You have to not get married. Your mitzvah is to get married and try. But it doesn't matter. He could, he could have seven girls none of which are going to be the next Melech. If Hashem wants that to happen, then that's going to happen. He suggests other possibilities. I wonder why our Moshe didn't pick my seven girls for The son-in-law doesn't become king. I don't know why Moshe jumped to that he should be an Akar, she should be an Akar. I mean, that's more obvious, but I'm not sure the seven-girl example sounds like a a uh, nice example. And therefore, the psak was, it's not your business and you have to do what you have to do. And Ramesha reads this into the message, into the words. Next paragraph. What is, why is he use this expression? He should have said the din is first mitzvah the Torah pruvu. Listed as the first mitzvah, it's really from Harsinai, from Kabbalah Satera, but the Pasuk is listed earlier, and we should have told him the din. Why do you have a fancy Lushan Kashi Drachmalama? Why is it pointed out like that? That's the hashkafa behind it. Why, why does Lushan have to be like that? So Amesha says, no. The chilik over here is, if you would know it based on circumstances down here, I can't figure out a scenario, then you talk and be potter. It's only because you know what Minas Shamayim is. Kafshi it's a hidden secret. That's Loba Shamayim. That's why he uses Loshim. That doesn't pot you from the mitzvah. That's the lumdis that Ramesha says. Ramesha then has a problem from the one Gemara that deals with something like this, a fascinating Gemara, which we'll see. Taisus seems to be saying, and I'll show you the Taisus right now, that even if you know based on circumstances that the kid's not going to be from, you're still not putter. Not just based on Ruach HaKash. It's not just a problem of Lobe Shemayami. Where does Amesha get this idea from? So turn the page and you will see the Gemara Babasa on Samach Bez. Fascinating Gemara. Shows you how bad things were. Yes. Kavshi. Kavshi secrets. That's the word. You're delving into the, the secrets, the covered things of, uh, in Shemayim. So, so Amesha says, it sounds like he used that Lushan. Why is he telling him it's a Hashkofa? Well, tell him it's in. He's got to get married. You got to try. Well, so he said, no. He's because Loba Shemayim. It's Amesha's tiny, but he admits it doesn't sound like that from the following Gemara and the following places. I'll show you what he means. Yes. Yes, so the difference is, first of all, Shlomo was also a very big Tamachacham, like the smartest. And his Havamina was that I'm here to bring the Mashiach as a Harashah, 
and I'm a Navi, and I'm a Chochmi Kaladam, and I got to get married to a thousand women and Dafka foreign women because they got to come to Yushalayim for the Chasana, and the Shver has got to come, and they're going to see the Nisim and the flows and the glory of Chai Israel and become at least Zion Mrs. Benach keepers, and we're going to bring the Mashiach. It's a great plan, except for the small little problem is that, first of all, you have to live long enough to use that plan, and Hashem made sure that he wouldn't to show people that you can't make such a plan. Because we've had a number, as we just mentioned, a number of Mashiachim who wanted to bring the Mashiach. And bring the Mashiach is a, a mitzvah to try to do, but we uh, hold it to Torah mitzvahs and keeping calm, not having interesting ideas. So Shlomo Melch, who was the firmest of all them, said, I'm just going to be over on Layabin because I just got to have many, because how do I bring all the world leaders to Yushalayim? And then I got to have a fancy court and a lot of parties, so there's the Kets of Azov. Both of them are lavim. He was over the lavim, but kum va'aseh. And he was darish time at a crow. We discussed at the time. Rabbi Shimon is also darish time at a crow. What's so bad? It's a good kasha. The answer is Rabbi Shimon is darish time at a crow, but it doesn't say the reason. Here, the Pusik says, Torah's warning you, if you'll call it. So you can't say it doesn't apply to me. By Almana, Allah begad Almana. It doesn't say because you can't take her, her begad as a collateral. She's an Almana uh, What if she's Mrs. Macy's and she has a thousand begadim? So Rab Shimon Taka says, if she's Mrs. Macy's, you could take it because she's not missing them. She'll give you a warehouse or two. That's where this machaz. We don't pass like Rab Shimon over there. Here, this gzera, the Pusik says, don't do it because it's going to happen to you. And he says, it's not going to happen to me. I'm too smart. Well, that's the lesson, as you were suggesting before. It was set up almost as a lesson. The Gemara says your, your point before. That was a lesson to teach Klai Yisrael that even if you're Shlomo Melch, you can't be over gzera the Reisa. No, it's worse because he was over Bakumva say He was over a lot. Here, Chizkiyo wasn't over anything. He just with Shev al they just didn't get married. There's a big difference. He said, I'm not a huyiv. I can't do this mitzvah. This mitzvah proof is to bring from children into the world, and I don't have a chance. They're very good havaminim. So good, Ramesh is arguing that had it not been a message min shamayim, and he just knew based on the facts on the ground, it would be mutter. Just he runs into a problem with this Gemara over here. But that's how close the havaminim was. They're similar enough because they're both wrong, Lamaisa. So I'm not going to argue with you. They were both wrong. Uh, right, right. And they were both, Lamaisa, I'm just giving you a chilik. Your, your question is good because Chizkiel came after Shlomo and you should have learned from Shlomo. The lesson's here. We should have learned it. We learned it from the Gemara Sanhedrin that says it about Shlomo, but he also understood the lesson. So his chilik was I'm not doing a love, I'm just not getting married. Shave al I'm not doing it, is there? What's the problem with the Gemara? So take a look in Babasa, Samachan Abayz, go five lines in the bottom, there's a bracket. Miyayim Shepashta Malchus Arisha, that's the Romans. The Romans came back after the Chorban, they were very angry after Beta, they're even more angry. Lost a lot of lives and it took a lot of campaigning and money and time and attrition. That's not our fault, that's their fault, but they were still angry. And they came back and they, they couldn't figure out, Kalayasol keeps coming back like a good penny. I'm going to use a bad penny. And they finally realized the strength of Kaisal is not in their military might, which they displayed against the Romans. It's their Ruchnias. So they started making gazeras not to keep mitzvahs. And they were right. They actually hit the nail on the head and they, they stopped the smicha because of that. They made pinpointed gazeras that wanted to get rid of everything, but certainly Torah. They were right. The only thing they couldn't stop was Limanat Torah, Baruch Hashem. We kept learning on the ground and wherever we can. And we're still here without the smicha. And they were willing to make an effort for the mitzvahs, but it was pretty rough going. And during the uh, peak of the Shemad, having a child was almost uh, statistically 
the child was destined to not keep mitzvahs because either he'd be killed with Malaslan or they would just go off because it just they couldn't. The Romans were too strong. They were all over the place, like communist Russia. We've had this in many tkufas. Uh, communist Russia and the Shemad of the Romans are probably the two worst ones, and then the Inquisition, but then they were thrown out afterwards, and uh, many left. So here, the Gemara says, Miyamsha Pashta Machas of Rosh Hashanah, Xeris Rosakashas, Mohatels, Menotere Mitzvahs, and Menichas of the Khanis, the Shavuot Ben. Interesting, they, they make this separately. They say, they don't let us do any mitzvahs, and they don't let us learn, and they don't even let us go to Abris, Amalia Yeshua Ben, or to Rosh Zacher. It's a reference according to somebody trying to do something. They don't, which means we can't even congregate to do the mitzvahs we do barabin together, which gives chizik to everybody, because that's something we can't do. We can't do that on the ground. How do you congregate for these things if you can't get together? Now, in communist Russia, those that did just that. They would, they would sometimes leave the baby in a room just so nobody should be implicated, and you know, and the mother would have a signal, and he would come in an hour later, and the mother, only the mother would be there, and they'd, then they'd run. Okay, that's why uh, X amount of people remained firm in the headdress, and then Kaiso continued, but it was... It was very difficult, and statistically, it was not uh, a Pasha that most people would get a chance to do any mitzvahs and survive. So they had a problem. So what should they do? So the Gemara had a suggestion, which is going to sound very familiar. That's why I'm ready to bring it. says, Chazal, at that time, she really should have gotten up and made Xera and no more getting married and shouldn't have any more kids. That's what it sounds like in the Gemara. What's the purpose of this? So the idea originates from, one second, originates from Amram. The same problem in Mitzrayim. Yeah, the same problem in Mitzrayim. And Amram said, okay, this is not working. We're all going to be killed anyway. And there's oppression, uh, physical and, and spiritual. And why bother? And what do you have in mind? So if you remember, his machlik is Amram, the Gadol, and his daughter, Miriam. And Miriam said, that's, that's, how can we do that? Paras making a on the men. You made a zero on everybody. Not going to have any kids. And then he remarried. Um, I don't what the machlekes there was, but obviously it has a lot to do with the sugya. Amram felt that if we don't get married, we don't have any kids, and there's the good news is there's a promise to Klai Yisrael, that Klai Yisrael will always exist. So what is he doing? He's forcing Hashem's hand. So nobody's getting married, no more kids, Hashem has to bring the gula. Interesting plan, to say the least, talk about Harashah. That was Kedem Antares, so it's a little safer. But I prove who was a Chiyah Van Goyim before it was transferred to Yidin, so it was still a violation. Sounds like a Chizkiah or a Melech story. And Miriam argued it, and she won. So, yeah, so why did Chizkiah look at that story and understand? So maybe he felt, it's just me, I'm one person. I'm not doing this for Klai Yisrael. So over here, they were going to pass this Gezeir, that Ahavamina, it's the same story, and we can't survive, most people can't survive, so don't get married, now Shem will get the Romans out of our hair, because they'll bring the Gula. We can't, Klai Yisrael can't handle this. So you would think the next line's going to be, and they didn't make the Xer because they look back and they say, Miriam didn't like that idea, and I remember agreed with her. But that's not what the Gemara says. Gemara says, it's a good idea, and they would have made the Xer, the Pella. Um, Tates is going to give us one answer, but uh, they only did make the Xer because it was a Xer, because people want to get married. And they didn't think the Xer would work. Interesting. That means they held the Xer was a good idea. And that's the next line of the Gemara. Dinu shenigzal, Spanish, lalisa isha lahelid banim. And Klaisol will cease to exist. That sounds like that's part of the good news. It means no. It means if Klaisol can't reproduce itself, then the only choice is if we're going to cease to exist, Hashem's going to end the That's what the Gemara meant. Ella, they didn't make the Gzera, not because of Miriam and Amram, and not because of Chizkiah and Melech, not because of Yisrael, Mutu, Shishek, and Veli, How do you like that for a line ending a parak? 
He says, well, you can't make Xera, Shane, it's Ibi Yechalam and Bob, people are going to get married anyway, they're going to be everyone in Xera. Mutav Shi Shaken, even though it's not a very good idea, so leave it alone. Very interesting. So, what was the intended Xera? So, Sami Shem learned the Gemara as we just read it. Xera was not to get married, period, have no kids. And that's the line, Nimsa Zara Shal Abmavino Kolo Me'elov. Okay, Taisus learns not so. Take a look at Taisus. Second last Taisus. Dinu Shenigzal Atzman Shalah Lisa Nashem, Tema. You ever see a cash like this? Taisus cuts a pusik. Tema Haksir Pruvu. That's unlike any other tasty you'll ever see. That's not quoting. Usually he's quoting a Gemara somewhere else and asking a stira. He's quoting a Pusik. He says, how can I make a Gezer like that? There's a Pusik that says, Pruvu, which you sort of knew. So um, before Tasis, you would have thought that that's, they know that. That's why they're making the Gezer, because it's Harosha, and they're forcing, they want to force Kaviyah Chalashem's hand, that Amram wanted to do. Tasis doesn't want to learn like that for a number of reasons. Uh, one of them probably is because Amram had that discussion with Miriam, and he gave in. So why would they be doing that again? You, and that's kasha d'achma lomalach, by the way. It's not our business. Why are you helping Hashem keep Klai's soul together? Hashem knows when the Xavier has to stop, and Hashem keeps the Xavier, and it's very difficult, but we'll survive. That's, I think, what's bothering Tesis. So this is why we even approval. I'm surprised Tesis didn't even spell out, if I'm right, that kasha d'achma lomalach. This is like a serious Xavier chazala stepping in over here, and they're doing what Amram wanted to do and what Chizkiah wanted to do. So, Tais says, why would they do that? This is a daresa. This is not like, don't be machmer and have 17 kids. Well, that's what Tais's answers. Believe it or not, Shema Aleisen Shkvar, Shema, Tais is not even sure. Shema Aleisen Shkvar Kimu Purivriv Yakamar. Tais says, maybe the Havani of the Xavier was only on those who had a boy and a girl already. Hanu Zayr Shal Avram Kolo. And what does it mean? We have to fit into the Gemara. The, the Gemara sounds like the Xavier was, don't have any kids, and Klaistro will cease to exist unless Hashem ends the Xavier. Taisa has to answer that now. Taisa says, maybe it means, I don't know the math over here. Maybe you can help me. That's called zero population growth. So why would that be out? Zero population growth is not great, but it's not going to end place. Well, zero population growth means if you have a boy and a girl, so it's just going to continue two with what you need. Salda, can you help me? Uh, what, zero population growth? Am I missing something? Yeah, there's still people that... So I, the only thing I can say is the Romans were killing people. So maybe with only two, it's, not, it's going to be negative because people are going to get killed. That, that's what I, that's the only answer I possibly have. It Tyson doesn't spell that out. But isn't it also only misapproval if your children get married and have children? So? No, that's, um, I'm glad you that. that. That actually is not, um, that's a common misconception. Interesting. Most people think what we just said. It's, the children have to be able to have children, and if they didn't have children, it's only if they don't survive. If they had children themselves, that's a person's grandchildren, then you're still Yetzi. But a person leaves this world and they just had children, they didn't get to the next part yet, he's Yetzi. That's a, right now, we look at the, the din now. So, yes, it could be, it's had that shayla, that's kashrach ma'alamaloch, if if they didn't have children when, when he left this world and he got the mitzvah pruvu, and then they leave this world without children, do they take them out of that slot in Olam Haba because Lama Freya turns out? If we find out later, yeah, so I'm saying, all right, do they take them out of 50 years later, 100 years later, the family in the Holocaust, was, they take them out of, he, he doesn't get the mitzvah of Lama Freya. I don't know. Usually if you, there's a Yem Adin and they just tally up the mitzvahs, find it hard Lama Freya, but that's, Kavshidach Ma'alamaloch is not really our business. But it's a fascinating Tesis. Tesis is not even sure of this, the Pshat. He's asking the Kasha, I think, based on the fact that, well, they wouldn't make a Gezerah like this. We've been through this before. And it's a good Havmina, but it was tried already. So it must be, they only talked to the people who weren't yet to prove who yet. And 
then he suggests zero population growth, which he fits in the Gemara, that, like you're suggesting, that they're, the Romans are out to kill everybody. He's doing a, doing a lot of damage, and we're going to lose people, therefore it's going to be negative population growth, and Klaiso will live. That's how Tasis learns. But not always trying to agree with that. Yes? Uh, absolutely is out of our head. If we don't know that, we, we have a chiv to do our best and to mechanachem al tairis and work day and night and daven till they're 90 and then some. And uh, the rest is like everything else in life, like any other establishment in life. <laughs> you can, you can, you can try, try to close the deal from here to next year. If Hashem wasn't gay, it's going to happen. It's not going to happen. So it's, uh, this is no different. Everything in life is like that. You could try your best and that's all Hashem wants from us. So Chizkiyo was told just that. On that positive note, let's go to the Pelayates for a few minutes. Yeah, that's different. That's a din in having hun. It's not a din in, yeah, it's a din in provu, but it's also a din in anosai in terms of the, uh, how the provu is done. It's more of a focus on that. Uh, as a matter of fact, over there, the Bishayim say that it's only if he wasn't, if he wasn't a kind provu, then he shouldn't be enjoying himself. But he, if he wasn't kind of on the Taka Mutter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, uh, similar as far there, it's even more Kal, because there are other Atarim. And the Shaila never comes up. Uh, it's only if it's in your Medina, the Shaila is uh, during the Holocaust, during a war, when it's over there, it's supposed to somebody in a different country. So, uh, okay, speaking of Bitochen, Kuf Membez at the bottom, a new entry. We'll get back to the Chuvas Nadavid on Shabbos. We're only doing that on Shabbos. Uh, you'll hear, you'll understand. If not, you'll get the next entry here. Havtacha. Havtacha hi mida brucha. Meaning, the mitachan over here, which he revisits in many forms, but is really a sequel to the question you just asked. Laguf simcha l'nefesh menucha. Actually, our theme this past Shabbos morning is that Yishav Adas. Havtacha is kuf membez in the bottom of the older edition. If you have a newer page, kuf membez. What? Kuf membez. It's good for the nefesh and for the guf, which means you're calmer, you have more menuchas and nefesh, it's easier to live your life, and it's easier to do mitzvahs. Inyan avtacha, enay, mamish what you just asked. Bitochan does not mean, this is the first point of the Amun and Bitochan Sefer of the Chaznish, is that he starts off, the Velt has a misconception that betocha means, if you're enough about betocha, means everything's going to be like the way you like the ending should be. No. Maybe you think the ending should be A, and Hashem thinks it should be B. And we always pass on Kosh Baruch because he knows what's best. So it doesn't mean everything's going to be okay according to your cheshman. It doesn't mean you're going to get what you want. And nothing's going to happen according to what you think shouldn't happen. If that's what you think Pitachan is, Lifamim, or even more than Lifamim, Techazev Tochalta, you're going to be very upset. As they say nowadays, bent out of shape, because that's not the way it works, because often we have no clue what's good for us. Always tell people if they're putting in their own personal tefillahs, maybe put a disclaimer at the end if it's good for me. Because tefillah is so powerful, you can actually get what you want, even if it's not good for you. It is a scary thought, but that's the Kayach of tefillah. Kikama tzaddikim, ma'unim. Rava once overheard somebody davening for a specific shidduch. Davening and davening, I want this lady. Rava went over to him and said, oh, Sir, um, it might be a great shidduch. Don't overdo it. Why don't you just like 
whatever's <laughs> you're putting it to, whatever's good for you. It's not because you press hard enough. Uh, might not say yes. Why would Hashem do that? The answer is if you don't have enough schusim and you keep davening, davening is powerful. And if you keep davening, it might happen. And uh, even though that wasn't necessarily choice number one, kamasadikim maunim umeduchim biyisurim kashim. He says, otherwise you're going to look around and you'll see and Sadiqim are doing all the right things. They have a lot of bitachah and it doesn't look like it turned out okay. Well, you don't know what okay means. And there are many who are hungry and they're suffering. Chizkiyo Melech is a great example because we're going to yet see within the next couple of months, after his truth over here, and he gets up miraculously from his chayli, and Yushalayim is saved, and everything's going well, right afterwards, he's going to do something which we have to spend time figuring out what in the world the Avera was. You can't even tell from the Pesukim. You need all the Gemaras behind you, which we will, which often you need a Navi. And we figure out, yes, it was Avera, Lefimajagasa, which is often the case, and it was uh, something so bad that he's given Navur right afterwards that the people who just visited you, Bavlim, are going to be back here and they're going to cause the Korban. It's going to be terrible. Um, I don't even want to explain that now because it's a whole separate sugi which we'll get to. But if you're looking at it, you say, well, Zutera is Ischera, same Kasha the Malachim had Barabakiva. That's why you have to get the notion of what Bitochen is correctly. Kehena Rav's Rabbis, Fitzaris, Mesrakshas, Lava Lielam. El Ikra, Havtacha, Shevtir, Bashem Hashem. Called the Avdi Min Shamaya Latav, Kami Shamaya Galya, the Tav Leva Avdilay. And if you don't understand that, we would tell you, Kashi the Rahman Lamalach, which is a good theme for this. Yes? Well, that's what we mentioned before. We don't, we don't know, and it didn't make a difference, but it's clear that if he didn't have any children, there were plenty of cousins around. There were plenty of people, Miles based David. Just the question is, was it from Shlomo? And he felt they were. He felt they, yeah, that's a fine alternative. And Again, the Nasim later on were from other branches of the family. The question is, can it actually be a king? We'll never know because he was wrong and it ended up being through Menashe. Okay, Mitzvah Shem, we will continue tomorrow night.